My name is Tony McGeehy, and you're listening to Emerging Entrepreneurs. I want to connect you to incredible stories and people that you may have never heard before. Each guest shares an inspiring story or advice to help the unbelievable become achievable on your journey to success. Now, are you ready to emerge? Welcome back to episode 35 of Emerging Entrepreneurs. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome home. Today, I have the pleasure of having Marco and Mike from Golfholics on the show. Golfholics is a YouTube channel that they run where they post course vlogs. They have over 65,000 subscribers on their YouTube channel. In this episode, we talk about the fact that they're both entrepreneurs already. They both run their own businesses, and that's actually how they met. They share the story of how they met, and it just goes to show you never know who's going to help you out in the future. They share advice on how they've been successful with the YouTube channel, like the fact that they reinvest all the money from their channel back into it, creating a recognizable brand. And one thing that Marco talks about in this interview a lot is just going all in on whatever it is that you're doing. Make sure you check these guys out by going on YouTube or social media and searching Golfholics. You want to check out the awesome content that they're putting out. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoy this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and leave a rating or review on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Now let's jump right in. Welcome back, everyone, to Emerging Entrepreneurs. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Today, I am super excited because I have a couple guys that I watch on YouTube pretty religiously, um, and they're from the channel Golfholics. And so, if you've ever seen their content, you know that um, you know they they do course vlogs all around the country, all around the world, and they've been to tons of different courses and basically highlight all these uh, really cool courses that they get the opportunity to play and everything like that. And um, so today here with me, I have Marco, aka Big Cat and, and Mike, aka Coach. So guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, happy to be on. Yeah, of course. So um, just for people who don't know, because for my audience, I don't know how many people are, are familiar with you guys and your channel. Um, go ahead and talk about exactly what you guys do in a little more detail. Yeah, so we uh, we make we make golf videos that hopefully get people excited about playing the game of golf. So we don't do any instructional type stuff. We just literally go out play play rounds um, with friends. We have all kinds of different uh, guests on the channel, whether it's up and coming junior players um, or you know celebrities or whatnot, and uh, just just go out there and show every shot that we hit, the good, bad, and the ugly. And um, you know we we try to film it in a way so it's somewhat entertaining hopefully. And, um, yeah, we just, we just have a good time with it and we've been blessed, uh, to, to have the channel really grow over the last couple of years. And, um, the response has been phenomenal from people. So that just literally keeps us going and we're constantly just trying to, you know, elevate and take it to the next level. Yeah, for sure. So talk about how you guys got started with this. So, you know, did it start as something that you guys knew you were going to try to grow or was it just two buddies filming their, their shots on the course and it kind of just grew into this. Uh, so Marco ended up uh, bringing a camera out, wanting to try the Kirkland golf ball. Uh, brought it, brought it <laughs> of course, I wasn't really uh, 
too keen on him doing that because you know golf is kind of our sanctuary place that we go and have fun with our boys and you know just you know get away from everyday uh, stresses of life and uh, make a long story short uh, Marco wanted me to try out the uh, Kirkland golf ball and I didn't have any in it didn't want to have any part of it so I said something sarcastic and uh, it was on his personal channel at the time and he got a lot of engagement with it and uh, of course after that he's like hey what do you think about you know starting a you know a YouTube channel with course vlogs and whatnot and obviously it was 100% his idea his yeah. mind created it and um, so then uh, I was I was fighting him for a really long time and and then he invited me up to uh, Vegas to a convention, and uh, he said, let's go play Cascada, and, uh, which is a great golf course up in Vegas. And uh, so we filmed it, had a great time, uh, got a lot of good positive uh, feedback, and uh, that, that kind of was the beginning. And uh, from there, we just kind of continued on with uh, playing different courses, having different guests, and incorporating a number of different players. And it uh, seemed like it was just trending and we got a lot of good positive feedback. And, you know, we just now two year, two and a half years later, almost uh, here we are with a, with a great community that we, you know, are lucky enough to have. And, you know, uh, it's, it's everything that we probably hoped it would be and more. And we built a lot of really great friendships out of it. And friends of the channel that, that have become friends uh, are, are up in LA and, different parts of the country are connecting, which, you know, it was our whole goal was try and grow the game of golf, have fun with it and show the fun side of it. So people can get out and, and really just, you know, enjoy the game. Like we enjoy the game and, and have fun. Yeah, for sure. So with so many different golf channels out there, you know, you have scratch TV, you have Eric Anders Lang, you have uh, no laying up all those types of things. Um, especially just in a business sense, kind of, of just staying in your lane when there's so many different, um, when there's so, so many different channels out there that sometimes, you know, you might see they get more engagement on their stuff or anything like that. Um, you know, what has kept you guys going with what you're doing rather than going a different course and, and just staying true to your guys self? I think for us, it's pretty easy because we know that we're, We've tried, we've tried to go out and make, you know, instructional videos or do reviews and it's just not in our nature. Like we're not like the review kind of guys. We, I mean, we like, you know, trying different products and doing some of this stuff, but we, we like to do it in our own way, which is usually a little bit more organic, you know, and less like on a track man giving you like very specific data on every single shot. We're more field players. And I think that trends that kind of goes into our channel that we just kind of go with it and, follow our hearts and really what makes us happy or not. So I think using the barometer of like, do we enjoy what we're actually doing is really what we've listened to and doing course vlogs is fun for us, right? Like we get to play golf with fun people and we have this memory that we get to go back and rewatch and it's really fun. Now, if I was doing an instructional video or Mike was teaching people how to hit a punch shot, would I go back and watch that like a hundred times? And probably not, you know, I'm sure people would like to see it. Don't get me wrong. But it's not something that we would like be super passionate about. I don't think so. We just follow our passion and uh, we do what, what feels right to us. And uh, we know there's guys creating a lot of awesome content around all the different aspects of golf. And I think uh, there's, there's a lot of good channels that are doing a really good job at it. And um, yeah. So like you said, we stay in our own lane and, and kind of just focus on the stuff that makes us happy. Yeah, for sure. And these guys are kind of talking modestly about themselves, but uh, definitely got to give them credit. Their YouTube channel has over 
60,000 subscribers. I think that's what it's at now. You guys are a little over 60,000, correct? I think it's like 65,000 or something. 65. Yeah, we're close enough. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're definitely being they're definitely being modest about it. So for sure, they've been able to to create um, a really big brand around the game of golf, and that's kind of what I want to transition to next is is just talking about your guys' brand. Like, when did you realize that it was time to kind of like monetize the brand? And you guys always promoting your hats and your gear on on the vlogs and everything. And you guys have golf balls now. Like, when did you guys start doing that? We started that pretty early on into the channel. Um, we knew that we it'd be fun to have our own merch and stuff like that. And we saw pretty early on that we're not going to be able to make like a living off of just YouTube revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of looked at what other channels outside of the golf world were doing in general and got some, got some ideas there and uh, felt like we needed to do a rebrand on, on our on our logo or our branding. Um, so we did that pretty early on because it's one of those things that people get attached to. So, um, and we did that because the feedback we were getting from like the companies we were working with, uh, whether it be like a flex fit or a Callaway, like printing the old logo, it was just, it was not really formatted for embroidery and print. Yeah. Um, so we, we took those steps early on to really give us kind of the, the make life a little bit easier as we built the brand out. And yeah, we've just been having fun with it to be honest. I mean, we, we, often ask people for feedback on what they want to see in the store. So whether, you know, let that guide our decisions, just like we have with the blog itself um, or with our porch vlogs. We've asked for feedback. People told us they wanted shot tracers. They wanted more drone shots. And we just, we let people kind of dictate what they want to see. And if we're able to work it into our, our style and how we're doing it, then, and we did it and same with the merch. So uh, the merch has been, I, I think it's been a lot of fun creating it, but it's also been like a lot of unknowns and figuring out inventory and like lead times on, you know, the shirts, I think took what, five months to get. Yeah. It was, wow. <laughs> it was oh my gosh. And, you know, getting it all correct. And, and the way we like it, we're very specific on how we like our hats, our shirts and everything else. We want to have a good quality product. If yeah. people are going to be spending money and buying our brand, you know, we want to make sure it's top of the line and, like Marco mentioned, you know, we just try and listen to the fans and if they want us to go in a certain direction, we would try and go in that direction and, you know, just try and keep it, uh, you know, as small business owners, we always try and anticipate the client's needs and the, and the fans are, you know, what fuels us. So if, if they wanted, you know, hats, we were getting hats, you know, we had people that were asking for, for shirts and polos. So we, we went out and put in a lot of energy and effort and, and it took some time, but we ended up getting it and yeah. now it's been going really well. And, you know, everything's been going great. Yeah, for sure. So kind of still along the same lines of the brand and everything, what have you guys learned? I mean, other than what you guys kind of talked about, about listening to, um, you know, the fans and, and what they want to see and everything. What have you guys learned along the two and a half years that you've been doing the channel about building a brand and everything that you didn't really know before? Um, I, learned definitely about like branding and just having like a brand that's consistent and that's something that you can embroider and print easily um and having that done in the initial design so now we have like a brand package that if we want to go put our logo on something i already have something i could just send off so that just automatically makes life easier uh we've learned that uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna get any kind of products made get samples of whatever you're thinking about doing i mean it kind of goes without saying but uh, we work with people in China and I always get samples sent over to us. And a lot of times it's the first version isn't the version that we go with. So 
you know, get those samples, really put in that effort up front to make sure that you're kind of working with the right people. Um, and then other than that, just to understand the financial commitment that it's going to take, um, you know, we've had, we've had, uh, hats that were sitting on the shelf for like eight or nine months. So that's like inventory that's sitting there. So like, just be ready for that. It's not going to always sell out right away, but mm-hmm. if you're committed to it, uh, you'll find a way. So yeah, and we're still learning as we go. I mean, we're still, uh, fulfillment has also been really fun. My wife does all the fulfillment here from the house. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she goes in there and makes the packages, weighs them, slaps the labels on them, takes them to USPS every day, deals with the returns, especially now with the shirts. So returns have been like a up and coming big thing for us with uh, people getting the sizing wrong and whatnot. So yeah, we're just kind of figuring it out as we go. But the beauty of YouTube is that all the resources are out there for you to just yeah. do a Google, you know, yeah. figure out those things. Yeah, exactly. So how long after the channel did you guys make this like something that you're doing full time? And like, what were you guys doing before that? And, you know, talk about that dynamic. Were you enjoying what you were doing full time before and like really kind of pursued this as something you could do full time to pursue your passion or kind of just, just kind of talk about that whole transition. Yeah. I, uh, I own a limo company. I, I've owned it for about 13 years. I've coached uh, high school golf for about 10 uh, Marco's owned a media company for, I think about the last uh, eight to 10 years. And, um, we both love, you know, what we do as far as work, but it, we weren't passionate about it. And Marco and I have, you know, uh, we've been friends for a really long time. We have a passion with golf and, you know, uh, I think just getting together and being around each other and, and just having fun, uh, you know, playing golf and, and showcasing how much fun we're having. I think that was something that we were passionate about. We wanted to express that to the community and um, basically just try and help grow the game of golf. And, uh, you know, by showing a great drone footage, some decent golf sometimes, uh, some beautiful golf courses, and, um, yeah, just being out there with your friends, enjoying the day, uh, just being grateful to be out on the golf course, and uh, just trying to stay positive and, and maybe give some course management tips from time to time through the, the course vlogs to help people improve their thinking and their mentality out on the golf course and maybe drop a few shots or, you know, just like David Tomzing it and, you know, <laughs> like that, you know, just, you know, thinking outside the box, the stuff that I, I coached the kids up with and, um, and watching Marco improve over the last two years has been pretty amazing. And watching it documented over the years is, is pretty impressive seeing how his swing has developed, how his process has improved and uh, his just overall game you know, I was dropped from a six to a seven down to a one. And, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool to watch, uh, that improvement. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're still working our full time, our old jobs, if you will. Okay. So we're still very much, uh, you know, doing two things at once, if you will. So media company and that's my, you know, 40 hours a week right there. And then alcoholics is wherever we can squeeze it in. So, um, we do eventually want to turn this into a full time kind of, thing that that can pay the bills but we're we're still a ways out from that um and we have some ideas on how we're going to get there but it's just uh making that transition is is tough it's just starting any business you kind of have to like wear a lot of hats and juggle a lot of things and then hopefully it works out yeah for sure so mike kind of attested to them hitting a few good shots in their videos but these guys are actually really good golfers uh shooting shooting around even par most of the time so um, they like to be humble. So, (laughs) 
so talk about then. So I didn't, I didn't know this about you guys. So you guys both own your own businesses already. So talk about how your previous experience as entrepreneurs helped you when you created golf holics and started doing that. Oh, it's been, it's been huge. Um, just being able to make good decisions right off the bat on the business, uh, doing things with the right intentions. Um, I think are all big things. They're just like those little things that you add up that, that equate to something huge. So um, understanding that the branding needed to be redesigned early. Like, again, you know, if you have 60,000 people that have, are following this brand, this logo, and then you change it, you know, a lot of people get flustered. So doing that early on um, makes things easier. Understanding finances and how to manage, you know, budgets and all that stuff makes it easier. Hiring and people to help us out. We have Daniel who's behind the screen editing another video right now. Uh, we brought him in early on, but, well, you know, owning a business, you understand that you have to reinvest the resources. You're, it's not like we're taking money out. So yeah. um, we did that going into it. And so we reinvested as soon as we were at a point where we can hire someone to help us take this to the next level. We reinvested. Um, and we're continuing to do that, you know, with all the merchandise sales and the money that we're making off of that is going to go right back into the channel and helping us get more help and, and really continue to, you know, to pour gas onto the flame. So, yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of, I mean, do you have any that? No, you know, um, you know, for my business, it, you know, customer service has always been an important part. You know, you get reviews on Google, on Yelp, uh, TripAdvisor for, for my business and getting all the, you know, for, for, for me, I'm lucky enough to be ranked number one on Yelp and Google for limo service in San Diego. So I think, you know, just providing a really good service for your clients, anticipating their needs, what their wants are, and then trying to implement that into the game plan of, you know, uh, starting a golf channel and, and improving it, you know, from day one to where we're at now, uh, all the little intricacies that we're, you know, fixing and having Daniel aboard is a huge asset. Uh, you know, he's able to add and improve our videos to the next level and just keep leveling up uh, as much as possible and just trying to keep the, uh, you know, the audience engaged and trying to keep them guessing and hopefully they're, you know, loving what we're doing and we're going to, you know, keep improving and I think they know that and the people that have been with us from day one to right now, I think they, you know, we've got a lot of comments saying how, how much we've improved, you know, with camera angles to zooms yeah. to uh, shot tracers getting to, a gimbal getting a gimbal yeah. definitely you know we, we've invested every single dollar that we've ever made on this channel back into the channel we haven't taken anything out um we don't plan to uh, anytime soon and uh, we're just gonna like marco said we're gonna try try and keep growing it as fast as possible and keep reinvesting now, and i think one other thing to add to that is when you've started a business for multiple businesses, you eventually uh, formulate a mentality of like, you're, you're just going to go hundred percent into it and really do it the best way you possibly can. And when I was younger in my early twenties, especially, and I was starting websites and trying to start businesses and figure things out, you know, I would kind of like go into it, but I was like half in, you know, I was like, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I should work on this other thing. I never really committed to the projects. And what I've learned over the last 15 years is, once when you really commit to what you're doing, like things happen and they happen way faster, but you have to stay committed and you have to really just be all into it. And, um, you know, so going back to your earlier question of like staying in our lane and doing our course logs, well, that's, that's a, an example of what I just said is just being committed to our craft, to the one thing that we do well and 
you know, being the best at that. And then eventually if we want to go into another one, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to analyze how the other guys are doing it and think about how to make ours better and different, you know? So like approaching it with the mentality of, um, you know, I just want, you just want to be the best at it. So that's how you create something that, that works and that hopefully crushes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I think that's a really good piece of advice for people, um, about what you just said there. I think that that's probably like one of the, like, if I, if I think back to this episode, I think that's the number one thing that'll probably stick out is, is diving all the way into, to whatever you do. And I think that's the biggest problem for, for me right now, even, um, especially coming up on graduation in May is like, you know, what do I do? Do I do this? Do I do that? And it's just about, you know, picking one thing and just fully committing to it. So, um, I know a lot of people need to hear that and I definitely need to hear that. So thanks for sharing that. Um, so talk about, you know, while, while you guys have been doing the channel, talk about some of your favorite experiences throughout the channel. Like what are some of your favorite courses that you guys have got to go out and play and some of the people that you got to play with? Talk about Mm -hmm. that. So many good ones. Oh, we've got a lot. You know, yeah. from from the first forty uh, trip uh, up at Pebble, Spyglass, mm-hmm. Pasa Tiempo, Olympic. I think that's was one of our first. You know, I think it was like our fifth or sixth month in into the channel. We we just went up there and just had a great time. We went to Maui, played uh, Grand Wailea, Kapalua, then we did Atlanta. We did uh, Atlanta Athletic Club and uh, East Lake and a few other great golf courses. Then we went out to Florida. We did Bay Hill. You know, yeah. uh, Lake coming up next uh, but yeah that we had a lot of great ones yeah like Ruby, uh, i think playing with like the core with all the awesome people we played pit with uh, you know Paige was was a blast like she was yeah you don't really know what you're gonna get right you see the, this beautiful girl on instagram and whatnot and you know you don't know how the personality is gonna be but she was such a sweetheart her and chelsea both they were just awesome really easy to get along with like the banter was good and it, it's always fun just when people uh, impress you, you know, when you meet them and you're not like, oh yeah, they have like, they're like this on Instagram, but in real yeah, life. Exactly. So, but my favorite group to play with is like the core group. It's me, Mike, Justin, and, 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 uh, Beesky. And yeah. I, I think all those trips, I think back to all the trips that we've taken together and all the courses we've played. And, and those are the guys that I always think back. I'm like, man, I love watching the videos a year, two years later and just like reliving the moments with those guys just yeah. because, you know, I remember so long, but yeah, it's uh, too many to count. A lot of good memories. <laughs> I bet for sure. Yeah. Um, way to, way to sink that 20 footer to, to beat page. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I remember watching that. I was like, no way. <laughs> Um, and then, and then speaking of Bay Hill, I don't know if when you guys went out there and played, um, the guy that I'm actually going out to Bay Hill with tomorrow, Sam, he, uh, he rode along with you guys during that round. If you guys remember him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's who I'm going out with tomorrow to, yeah. So I actually met him. Um, I met him a couple weeks ago up in Atlanta. We were both interviewing for an internship with, uh, the AJGA. So so yeah so the, it was funny because i've never played it no you're gonna love it yeah I mean, love it. yeah i i hope to play it someday it'll be great uh, yeah it'd be a blast um have so many courses to to check off the bucket list so definitely for sure i just kind of live vicariously through you guys right now until i can afford to go play <laughs> <laughs> 
right, and you're so, also welcome to join us at any time. So, yeah, you know, if, if we're in the hood or you're in our neighborhood, you know, come out yeah, and play with us. For sure. Awesome. That would be that'd be fantastic. Wow. That'd be such a blast. Um so just a couple more questions for you guys. Um, just to kind of wrap up everything that we've talked about, about building a brand, building a business, whether you're doing it for the first or second or third or however many times, just give a few pieces of tangible advice that you would give to people who are starting their, their first business right now or trying to and trying to get that off the ground. What are some of the biggest tips that you could offer those people? I think surrounding yourself with good people uh, in business as in life is probably one of the, the best tips that I've gotten and that I think still holds true. Um, you know, just being around solid people like Mike and I have always played golf together, right? We didn't go into it. Let's start a business, but 10 years later, here we are working, but we know we could work together because we're, we get along, we know each other's quirks and, um, <laughs> and, it, and it works, but yeah. So I think just being around good people, getting around the type of people that you, you know, eventually want to be like, um, I think, you know, if you have entrepreneurs that you look up to, just trying to find a way into those circles however you can, which goes to my second point, which is to put yourself in, in uncomfortable situations in the positive way, right? You kind of have to like just take that leap of faith sometimes and go talk to someone even though you might not necessarily know them. But, you know, that's one of those uncomfortable situations that if you never, if you never take that leap or you never try to open that door, it's not going to open itself. So you have to just be willing to kind of do some of those things especially early on as you're starting out, as you're, as you're building your network, uh, you have to be willing to do those things and take those chances. And uh, a lot of times uh, they're a lot less scary than they seem, they seem like they are in, in the beginning. Yeah. And, and then, like I said earlier, just committing to whatever you're doing and going into it with the mentality of like, I want to be the best at this. Um, not just kind of like, oh, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to throw it up there and we'll see where it goes and just kind of like be okay with, you know, whatever. Um, having the mentality of like, how do I improve? And how do, even after you reach some level of success, you want to keep pushing yourself to keep improving whatever you're doing, whether it's creating a product or a service or, you know, even our videos, like we're constantly, I'm constantly looking at other people's videos to see what, you know, looks like they're doing right or something new and unique that maybe we can incorporate into ours and not just golf videos. You know, I watch uh, Peter McKinnon, uh, Casey Neistat. I watch a lot of other guys that, I think I've built a big following. So yeah. And then yeah, just follow your heart. You know, other than that, try, try to try to match your passion to, to and create something out of it that, that um, you know, can pay the bills, which I think is probably one of the hardest things to do in life is to, to match those two. Yeah. So um, be patient in the process. Understand that You kind of just have to work your way up through things, but go get those jobs that are going to just provide skills and, and get you in a position to where, uh, one day you can take all those skills that you've accumulated and put them towards the project that you're most passionate about. Gotcha. Anything to add with that, Mike? No, I second that, you know, being around successful people, I think helps you become successful. And Marco is one of the most successful people as a small business owner that I've ever come across. And I've got a lot of friends that are nine to fivers and are successful in their businesses, but they work for somebody. And, you know, Marco is, you know, no offense, but he's an immigrant who came here not learning English, you know, right off the bat, had to learn, got picked on in high school, you know, kind of fought his way through that adversity. And then now you can see his drive and passion in everything he does from his business to the golf holics. I mean, honestly, this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for this guy right here. Yeah. I mean, he's mastermind behind everything. You know, I'm just a golf guy. He calls me the talent. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Just on the you know 
just jokingly, but you know, I think being able to uh, be around a guy like Marco, uh, having the passion that he has for the game of golf as myself, and then turning it into a YouTube channel that is successful. I, you know, I, I kind of wasn't sure if it was going to be something that was going to be successful to begin with. We didn't know how it was going to be perceived. But, you know, Marco's very persistent. He's resilient. He's always all in on anything he does. The name of my company is All In Limo. So, you know, I think the correlation between, you know, his mentality and mine uh, went a long way. And we just, we found something that we are both passionate about. And the game of golf is something that, you know, we both are and we want to help grow the game. We want to encourage the younger generation to get out there and play. We want to show how fun it can be, how practicing can be enjoyable, not not a dreadful thing and um, not, not taking the game too serious, just going out there having fun, whether it's competitive or if it's just out with your friends, just go out there, have a good time, you know, enjoy the fact that you're out playing golf instead of working in an office or, you know, working a tough job and just, you know, enjoying the moment and being grateful and being present in that moment. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. sounds like a recipe for success. Um, so for, for you two, how did you two ori- originally meet? I found him on the, uh, online. <laughs> you know, <laughs> really? I was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, you know, when I started my limo company 13 years ago, I went through a bunch of different SEO companies that took advantage of me, took my money, didn't do the work, put me behind. I lost my website, had to rebuild another one. And then I just did a bunch of research and I found him. I reached out to him. I liked, you know, what he said. He was straightforward. He's to the point. Didn't kind of BS me, which I appreciated. Uh, you know, I hired him, and then after that, the, the rest is kind of history. We became friends. We found out we both had interests in the same, you know, game of golf. Uh, he, he was dating a girl at that time uh, in my neighborhood. So we, you know, we just had a lot of connections. And then uh, we just, we got together a few times playing golf, and we just, uh, we enjoyed it. We, you know, we were talking smack to each other. We were just, you know, it, it, right off the bat, we, we hit it off. And I think, uh, you know, it's very rare to find friends like that. And uh, my circle's kind of small. And uh, I didn't have a lot of new friends, per se. Uh, I had a lot of old friends. I've had friends for I 25 broke, I broke into the circle. <laughs> yeah, I'm had, so proud of that. <laughs> I've had friends for 30 years that, I, you know, we, we still see each other and, and get together. And, and then Marco is one of my newest friends. And he's my closest friend. And, you know, being able to... Uh, have that same, I guess, uh, passion towards the game of golf, I think really resonated with both of us. And we were able to get out together and we were, you know, he had a tough work schedule. I had a tough work schedule. So when we ever got a chance to play, we just really enjoyed it and just had a lot of fun and a lot of laughs. And, you know, we made fun of each other constantly and Mm -hmm. it was just, it was, you know, good time together. Yeah, for sure. All those closest two bets. (laughs) Um, all right. So, so one last question for you guys. Um, basically it's a question that I ask everybody on the podcast. It's the last question I'll ask everybody. Um, and basically it's just a hypothetical scenario where it's your last day on earth and and you know, it's your last day. And for some reason at the end of your last day, when you pass away, everything you've ever created, all the videos you guys have created, your companies, everything you guys have achieved, everything, like everything that you've ever wanted to do. Golfholics has grown into, you know, the biggest YouTube channel ever. And you know, whatever you guys want to accomplish, you guys accomplish. But for some reason, at the end of your last day, everything that you've ever created is completely erased and nobody has anything to remember you by, except for the three things that you write down on the piece of paper next to you. 
And this is called the three truths. So what are your guys' three truths? Jeez, that was a deep question. That's a big one. I got chills just thinking about it. Um, I think the biggest thing for me um, is that they saw the, that I, I'd like to give back as much as I possibly have. And um, I was fortunate enough to have some really great coaches in my life. I've had really great parents. I lost my dad about 13 years ago. So he was a huge impact in my life that um, I wanted to kind of set an example that he set for me and pass that along to the next generation. And in my community, try and make a small impact and have a positive role um, in influencing the younger generation in life. And uh, hopefully, you know, people say one day that, you know, I helped influence them into you know, a positive feedback, uh, in life and, you know, possibly in golf. Yeah. My, mine are, is very similar. I mean, I, I would just want to be remembered as being a good human being, especially for my son. And we have another on the way. So, you know, for my future, for my children, um, to, to, to see me as a person that, um, you know, did the right things and did right by people and did, um, you know, work through adversity and made, made, their life happened the way they wanted to instead of just kind of cruising through it. Um, and just forming good, good friendships and just being there for people. Um, you know, we always prided ourselves on responding to comments and Instagram messages and all these things because we genuinely, genuinely enjoy connecting with people. That's really the whole premise of our golf Holics invitational tournament too, is like mm -hmm. bring people together and actually like do what we set out to do, not just make videos and try to get free swag, you know, like, it's not what we're about. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much it, man. Just, just be good people, do good things and, uh, make shit happen. And, uh, and you got a great recipe for, yeah. for a good life, I think. <laughs> for sure. Definitely. All right. Thank you guys so much for, for taking the time out of your busy schedules, running two businesses, both of you. I know it's gotta be hectic for you guys. So I thank you guys a lot for, for coming on the podcast. Um, one last thing, if we want to connect with you, where can we do that best? Uh, so we have our Instagram at golfholics, um, really good way to, you know, to, to stay up to date on what we're doing. There's also a link there to our YouTube, obviously golfholics on, on YouTube, uh, are the best or Twitter. We're also uh, pretty active on Twitter. So golfholics, golfholics there as well. And, uh, yeah, and if any of you are interested in coming to our tournament in, uh, in July, it's July 15th uh, this year at Santa Luz here in San Diego, California. Um, there's information on our website, golfholics.com, on how to sign up. But we invite anyone and everyone to come to it. It doesn't matter your age or your skill level. It's just a fun tournament for us to meet people and get along, you know, play some golf and have fun and just you know, have a good time with, with good people. So we invite all of you guys to that. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. It was a great time. Uh, great interview. Thank you guys so much once again. And guys, we'll see you on the next episode. What an interview. I hit these guys up originally just because I wanted to learn about their story and how they became so successful since I watched them a lot on YouTube. But after the interview, they definitely exceeded my expectations. I was so blown away with all the advice and the stories that they shared about starting Golfholics and how they've been successful in their previous businesses that they still run to this day. And the fact that they reinvest all the money from the channel that they make back into it. That's true dedication right there and going all in just like Marco said 
make sure you connect with them at the links below in the description. You can find them anywhere on social media and their YouTube channel by searching Golfholics. Make sure you stay connected with the podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Emerging Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you rate or review the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast if you aren't already. And make sure you share this episode with a friend. They won't want to miss it. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this episode of Emerging Entrepreneurs. Now, it's your time to emerge.